Welcome back. We would like to start a new series, and that's on Sefer Tehillim, on the book of Tehillim. And I'm going to go out of order, because I really would like to start with Kapitol Lamed, chapter 30, which we say every day during Hanukkah. Many have the minog at the end of Davening. The state is Kapitol of Mithmar Shir Hanukkah, Sabayas David, who has the word about Hanukkah and about the bias. And I will have to do this in two parts, because I found we have a lot of material on this capital. So, begins, Mizmor Shir Chanukah Sabayis the David. We sing a song for the Chanukah Sabayis, for the dedication of the Beis HaMikdosh, the David, to David. First of all, right away we got the question, David was not the one who built the Beis HaMikdosh, it was built by Shlomo Melech. So for that, we can answer that it's called Habayis Ledavid. It's called David's Beis Hamikdash, even though the the David didn't build it. The Medrash Shachatov says, even though David didn't build the Beis Hamikdash, he took the pains to prepare for the construction, the materials, and everything that could make it ready for the to be used. He did everything. David Melch did all of it. Now, I, the second part of this, I really like to talk about why. David could not fulfill his uh, dream and his yearning to build the uh, Beis HaMikdash. But meanwhile, let's focus simply on Mizmor Shir Chanukas Habayis David. This is the share of the song of the dedication of the Beis HaMikdash David. So you would expect that the rest of the capital would have different various praises of the Beis HaMikdash. But let's look a little closer. It says, Aramim Hashem Kedili Soni I, I, uh, uh, praise, I, I, Hashem is exalted. I praise Hashem. There are my enemies didn't rejoice of me. Um, uh, I'm not going to read the, all, all the words. But it's all full of praise, of thanks to Hashem. Hashem um, I said in my peace, I thought I would be okay, settled forever. Um, I called out to Hashem and I daven to Hashem and David Melech um, thanks Hashem Hashem turned my hesped, my eulogy, my mourning into a dance, means things became were very difficult and it became better I loosened my sackcloth that he has any simcha, and I was um, uh, enveloped. I was filled with joy. While the ma'ani zamer chavod, he ordered to sing out his honor v'loyidom and not be silent. Hashem alakai, Hashem is my God. The olamodeka forever. I will thank you. On the last pasuk, I heard in some peace is that by uh, there are various ways a person can deal with uh, disappointment or tragedy. Um, by Aaron Akoin, it says. Vayidom Aharon, and Aaron was silent. When his two sons died, Nadav and Aviu, he was quiet, he was silent, he didn't ask any questions on Hashem. Um, however, David says, Lamani Zamer Chachavot Veloyidom, in order to sing out your honor, and I will not be quiet. David said, I'll not only will I not complain when things go bad, I will sing to you, Hashem. Hashem Olokai, Hashem is my Hashem, Laolamotekha, forever I will thank you. So, this is the capital. So the question we're going to deal with is, why does it say this is a shear about the dedication of the Beis HaMikdash when you can't find a word in this capital about the Beis HaMikdash? So I'm telling you now, I heard from Rabbi Victor Miller, it's on tape number 826. I heard it, I was there actually in person. And he said, we really need to look a little bit closer and see 
what's going on here. So he said, if simple zitzel said, we have to uncover the form and pay attention to what this mizmor is saying. So Rav Victor Miller said, the whole Indian of the Beis HaMikdosh, the whole subject of the Beis HaMikdosh, is really the Indian of Hakar Satov, of giving thanks to Hashem. The whole Beis HaMikdosh is all about thanking Hashem. Where do we see? Let's look a little closer. And he goes through the Kalim, through the different vessels in the Beis HaMikdosh. The Shulchan. About the Shulchan, about building the uh, Shulchan, the table as we call it, um, we first find it in the Chumash in Parshish Truma uh, by uh, when Hashem tells um, when Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu to build the base of, to build the Mishkan, which later was built into the base of Mikdash. So it's here, there it says about the Shulchan that you will put down the lechem hatamid, the bread, the special breads that were placed down on the base of Mikdash, and it says the words over there. And you will place on the Shulchan Lechem Ponim, translated as showbread or face bread, Lefonai Tamid, always in front of me. So Victor Miller said to Rambam, says that I don't know what it means by Lefonai Tamid. You put the bread in front of me always? What's the point of putting bread in front of you always? So Rev Miller suggested, he said, I can't be smarter than the Rambam, but I have a suggestion that look at bread. Bread is something we always should look at as a miracle, as a nice. We see a loaf of bread. We have to look down at the hard earth and say, you, we take um, um, wheat, we grow it, and we can grind the wheat into flour. And to make a beautiful bread, a soft, fresh loaf of bread came out of the hard earth. You look at the hard earth and someone will tell you, this hard earth came a fresh challah, a fresh roll, a fresh loaf of bread. What is the um, uh, what is the connection? But that's a miracle. The nace of bread, the miracle of bread, shilafonai. It should always be in front of you to think about the miracle of bread, and also the Chazal say, "Koshin mizanosav shal adam kriyas yamsuf." The mizanos, the food of a person, is difficult, like kriyas yamsuf, like the spleen of the sea. What is the connection between kriyas yamsuf and a person's parnasa? Because there are so many factors that go in. Two, person getting his bread. The bread has to be grown. The the uh, the farmer has to take the 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 wheat. It has to grow. He has to grind it, sift it, uh, uh, knead, uh, knead, put knead it, and bake it. So many factors have to go in until you get that bread on your on your table. And therefore, a person always should be thankful to Hashem for his for his bread. I had a thought. I know during the uh, World War One. The altar for Navarduk, the great of Yosef Yosef Horowitz, whose uh, yard site was just about uh, two weeks ago, the altar in Navarduk went walking off somewhere, and somebody said, Rabbi, it's dangerous out there. There are bullets flying. There's a war going on. We have to be careful. We can't just walk out there. And he said the words, Every bullet has an address. That means that everyone who is supposed to be hit will be hit. Now, of course, it's on his madrega. No one else should try walking out and say that unless he's really on that, on that level. But he said, I know that if there's a bullet with my name on it, then it will hit me whether I stay home or whether I go out. So I want to suggest the opposite is, on the positive side, is every loaf of bread, every slice of bread, every piece of food in the world has an address. Hashem already decided who should get that... Um, 
food, and therefore, we should thank Hashem, every piece of food that comes to us, don't take it for granted, we walk into the supermarket and there's plenty of food, no, each and every piece of food was designated by Hashem, Poseach es yordecho, I'll go back and pause it, in Tehillim we say, the eyes of all long to you, to provide for us, um, you give them their food you give them you give all people and all creatures in the world you give them as their food at the proper time I mean it's all set at the right to set food and set time you open your hand must be ah you satisfy all of the all living needs all living beings according to what they need so every piece of bread was meant for you and look at it Every time you eat, say, thank you, Hashem, for sending me this piece of bread, this piece of food, this uh, donut, if it's for Hanukkah, whatever you have, thank Hashem for every single one. Now, next one in the, in the, in the Mishkan and the Beis HaMikdash, the menorah. Easy one. We thank Hashem for our, for the light. A person is always a light in his life, the light that he has in him. Of course, Torah is our, Torah is our light. And as long as we have light inside us, we can continue to learn Torah. It's all connected. The famous story, the Shalantar one night needed his shoes fixed and it was late, late at night. And he thought, oh, well, uh, the shoemaker probably went to sleep, but he really needed it done. So let me walk, walk down to his house and see, maybe he's up. And he walks by and he sees the light is on and he sees the candle burning. And he knocks on the door quietly and the shoemaker answers the door. And he says, oh, thank you so much. I really needed something from you that, you know, I, I was so happy to see that you're still working. It's nice of you to be working so late. And the, the shoemaker said to him, as long as there's oil in the candle, as long as there's light, work can still be done. I can still continue to fix shoes later to the night, even, uh, even though it's very late, because there's some oil left in the light. It's something I can still can do. Rishos Lanta heard that, and he said that the whole way home. As long as there's oil in the candle, work, or oil in the lamp, work can still be done. In other words, in our life, right, a person never should say, oh, I'm too old to do anything, too old to fix anything. As long as there's still life in us, work can still be done, fixing can still be done. A person to the very, end, very last day of his life can continue to say this. As long as there's life in us, Hashem gave us energy, Hashem gave us another day, that means we have a tafkid, we have a mission, we have something we need to do. And that's what the menorah symbolizes, the light of the menorah, the menorah teaches us about light in the world. The next one, the Mizbeach. Mizbeach is also a form of thanks, we have a karasatov about our bodies, about our existence, because... A person, when he went to bring a carbon in the base of Mikdash, went through an interesting experience, which we don't talk about enough, that the Kohanim would say to him, um, do you know that really Hashem wanted that you should be the one? You did an Avera, you need to bring a carbon to have an atonement, to have a kapara. You really deserve to be the one up on that Mizbeach instead of your animal. And Hashem is kind, and this kindness says, okay, you can bring me your animal instead. And the person would, would say, Vidoy, and do Teshuvah. As he was bringing this carbon, he would walk out a different person from the base of Mikdash, something we, we don't really, can't even connect with. But we have to think about that. But Hashem sometimes takes something else as a carbon instead of us, and says, you know what, I'll give you more life, you go on with your life. And once again we say, thank you Hashem, for giving us the life that it gives us. That's a symbol of the Mizbeach. Finally, one last point he's made was, now, nowadays also, 
We don't have a base of Mikdash, unfortunately. What do we have instead? We have the base of Knesset. We have the Shul. And likewise, our Shul should be a place to be Makir Tov, to show thanks to Hashem for everything He gives us. And we should never finish saying the words, Thank you Hashem, Thank you Hashem. Uh, Victor Miller always has this theme that a person should constantly go around his life saying thank you Hashem for every last detail, for every single thing Hashem gives us. We should always be saying thank you from the smallest thing to the biggest thing. We should always continue to show our cards at Torah Baruch Hu. And that is the, sim- that is the theme of Mid Moshir, Chanukah, Sabayas, David, the Beis HaMikdash, was a place of Hakaris Atov. It was a place to thank Hashem. And we also have the lesson of Chanukah to be thankful to Hashem. Uh, I said we'll do t- part two. We'll talk about David and Melech and the Beis HaMikdash, why he was not able to be the one to build it.